Hello and welcome to the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and I'm your host today. I'm going to be talking to you about scale weight, but before I go through that, I do want to say a massive thank you to all of you who are supporting me and subscribing to the show. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so I know that you are enjoying my content. And if you have any ideas or questions, please don't hesitate to contact me at the Female Health Show on Instagram or send me an email at thefemalehealthshow at gmail.com. I get a lot of DMs from women who feel so uncomfortable about their scale weight. In fact, sometimes they message me and they say, hey, I'm doing all these things, but my weight's not moving. I feel really bad about myself and I'm trying really hard. What do I do next? And although today's episode is not going to necessarily be a full episode on how you can use the scale weight in order to achieve a fat loss result, I do want to talk about why the scale weight isn't the whole story and why you shouldn't rely on them to tell you everything, nor should you use them as a measure of your success or worth now often when people weigh themselves they go through they go through this phase where you weigh yourself and then you get really depressed you weigh yourself you're disappointed you weigh yourself and you're kind of okay with it then you just then you completely avoid the scales altogether and you hate them because they're not telling you what you want them to tell you unfortunately the scales are not a tool that we've been shown how to use properly and as a fitness professional I know how to use them and I know when to implore them and when to just let them go and not, not necessarily need them. I think in this society, we have been sold this idea of perfection. We've been sold this idea that in order to get to a certain status, have a certain way of life or look a certain way and achieve success, we need to look a certain way. Now, even as a young kid, and I'm sure some of you can relate to this, I didn't have social media. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have, you know, YouTube and all this stuff. I had the TV, magazines, which we'd get regularly, and I had billboards everywhere um, and movies or TV shows. And always the skinny, the beautiful girl, the one with the makeup, she's got the, you know, the glitz and the glamour, the hair done. She looks really pretty, but she's also that really slim size. That's the only model for us to relate to. She's a woman. I need to look like her. And I know it sounds weird and maybe, you know, you don't really relate to this sentence, but I think when you are a young child or young kid, you look up to the people around you and you look up to others because you want to relate to them and you, and you are a human. Don't forget this. So, you know, you want to see yourself in other humans. And so, when we see the beautiful girl in the movies, you want to look like them too. And even our dolls that we had, you know, we had, I had a Barbie doll. I had the Bratz dolls too at some stage, uh, but I had the Barbie doll and that Barbie doll was, had no, 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 no wrinkles, no cellulite, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. And that's what you see. And you think that I need to look like that in order to, you know, be acceptable, be um, valued in my society. And even though you might not piece that in those terms as a kid, I think the message is quite clear that in order for you to have a status or be successful or to find yourself, you have to fit in with this model. And I completely disagree with that. And I'm so thankful. And I must say social media these days has really propelled women in such a powerful position because we can relate to different women and different humans in such in a better way because we can connect and see ourselves in women who look like us, who are us you know and i don't think we're, we're not the barbie doll we're not the blue and the blue eyes and the blonde hair all the time 
we have stretch marks, we have cellulite, we have areas of our body that we don't particularly like, but at least we can see that more often. We can see the acne, we can see all the differences in women. And I love that women have found their power in this social media platform and and, and saying to the world, I look like this. This is what reality is. I'm not perfect. I don't have to have flawless skin and have just, you know, that curviness, uh, you know, that tiny waist and that big butt, which Kim K and the Kardashians have definitely sold that idea so much to all of, you know, women in this society that you need to have that tiny waist and that big butt now and everyone wants that big butt. And I don't have anything against big butts. I love big butts. But what I'm trying to say is that is not the only type of way that you need to look like you don't have to look like that you just need to accept yourself for who you are embrace your flaws embrace the things that you don't like I know it's hard sometimes but the more you start accepting yourself and start thriving in who you are that is when you start to grow and really develop as a human and and a woman as particularly because you don't give a shit about what anybody else thinks. Like nobody cares what you weigh. Your neighbor doesn't care what you weigh. Your best friend shouldn't care what you weigh and neither should your boyfriend. Unless you are putting yourself at a very high health risk, of course, then you want your people around you to support you and help you and motivate you to lose some of that weight because it's not healthy for you and your organs and and your confidence and your lifestyle and maybe you know your children as well because you want to be able to interact with them and have that high energy for them, you know, in some way as well. We've got to have a little bit of perspective here, right? But you don't need to change everything about yourself or have cosmetic injections and make yourself have flawless looking skin and the smoothest skin and the big breasts and the tiny waist and the big butt because you want to fit the model of whatever society is accepting right now. Because over time, big butts were never really accepted. That tiny waist, that tiny booty, that's what they were looking for. That's what society deemed acceptable. So if you want to just go with the trends, then you're going to constantly be fighting this this whole this society. <laughs> You'll never be happy because society is constantly changing. So you need to be happy within you. And that's my biggest message right now. So some of the things that impact our weight fluctuations, and I do want to talk about this today, is these these things. It's multifactorial. So there's meal times, exercise, your water, sodium. Did you go and do number two yet? Your stress level, how much sleep you got or the quality of the sleep that you had, your muscle mass and your period. Now, as women, we have four different phases in a month for a woman. So we go through menstruation, which is where our period happens. We go through a follicular phase where the follicle develops. So we're trying to develop that egg. Now, in ovulation, the corpus luteum releases the egg to be fertilized. And if fertilization doesn't happen, we go through the luteal phase where it prepares for menstruation. Weight fluctuations are so normal. Like last week on Monday, I weighed 73 kilos. And then on Sunday, I weighed 71 kilos. That's a two kilo difference. Um, I'm aware that it doesn't make me more or less of a person just because I weigh 73 on Monday and 71 on Sunday. Um, The journey into a fat loss phase and using the scale, I think is important because it's going to allow us to see what we need to change or what we need to do in order to get that fat loss result. So something I would suggest would be to both combine scale weight and also measuring your waist circumference as well as your hips and maybe your shoulders to see how your weight is shifting over time. If you are uh, following a, a diet process, which would mean a calorie deficit and also expending more energy than what you'd be eating. So if you are doing everything right, theoretically, you should see a weight loss drop. If you are unsuccessful in that weight loss drop, then of course you're going to run into hurdles or stagnation because it could be the quality of food, your bowel movements, um, you could 
have your period when you're checking your weight, um, whatever, all those multifactorial stuff that I spoke about, something needs, might be out of whack there if you're not seeing the weight drop. I would recommend tracking that weekly or if not daily because you're going to see those changes often. I would track, I track my weight currently actually every single day and I do my measurements of my waist twice or three times a week depending on how I'm feeling as well. So that just keeps me accountable, but at the same time, it allows me to see the averages of the week and of the weeks that I'm in a fat loss phase rather than just doing it once a week and then getting disappointed and getting all upset and in my head about it. So highly recommend to do it more often than not. Another quick and easy thing that I would suggest is also to journal the food types that you're eating or the food that you're eating over the week. And I would do this all the time every single day so you can see what types of food you're having. And you'll notice if you're having more packaged foods rather than whole foods where you actually buy them and cut the vegetables up and cut the meat up and actually cook that yourself. Sometimes cooking is a chore and you can find really healthy meal prep options like meal prep companies and meal prep services. I think they're fantastic and really take the heat off if you struggle to cook or you struggle to make food delicious and actually enjoy it so seek out some of those if you struggle with that but i would highly recommend to journal the food that you are eating because you can honestly eat yourself in packaged foods constantly and you can lose weight that way or you can lose weight the healthy way and have way more food and enjoy your food and actually not be so stressed because in those packaged foods there's nasty products in them in them so avoid them and don't make make sure they're not taking up 100% of your diet or 80% of your diet. They should make up probably 2 or 3%, maybe 5% max, you know, one or two items a week of packaged foods, like a little snack here and there is okay. Not recommending it, but it's okay if you, if you are coming from background where all your foods are processed. Lastly, before I leave, and it's something that I actually stuck with me the other day, I was watching Grease and well, I remember when I was a kid, I watched Grease. I thought it was a great musical, but I never really paid attention to how Danny treated Sandy in the movie. And when I watched this movie back, I realized how superficial Sandy's role really was. She was just there to look pretty and she just dealt with Danny's rude attitude and weird mood swings. And it was just kind of like very submissive behavior. And I wanted to highlight this and I didn't want to forget this, which is why I'm saying it probably in the wrong order, but who cares? I'm saying it anyway now. If we have a look at those movie roles of women back in the day, it's so disappointing to see how they need to be rescued or they were always superficial. The man makes the money. They, the man only solves the problems, you know, and they can be rude and you can just accept it. Um, these days, women have the power and I'm so proud of women as a, as a whole in this society. And I'm so grateful to have the freedom and the choice that I do today because I could be a CEO and I could also have children. That idea was completely not accepted or not even valued back in a society maybe 20 or 40 odd years ago. So the women's roles in society and what we've seen as children from TV, magazines, billboards and movies has always been quite superficial. And we've always only had that relatable person to look up to. And I think at the end of the day, even though that's a movie role and it's a superficial role for the woman in that time, where beauty is far more favorable than intelligence or standing up for yourself or having a position of power or saying no. So in a sense, we've been brainwashed and I think this has definitely impacted how we perceive ourselves and why scale weight to some of us plays such a heavy burden on our shoulders because we want to look a certain way in order to fit into the ideology of the society that we've grown up from and into. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you have any questions, please feel free to filter into my DMs. You can find me at The Female Health Show or you can message me at Raquel Fit PT on Instagram too. I will be back on here soon. See you all and have a great day. 